0: Holy cow, we're doing it again.
1: What are we doing?
0: Oh, my gosh. Another week. (laughs) When will it end? We don't oh, want to to. Hopefully
1: in three weeks <laughs> That's right. with a championship.
0: Hey, welcome into the Action Sports Jacks Pylon Podcast. Brent Martin, Dan Hicken. We have thawed out from Pittsburgh. I just got back a short time ago. Dan, back on that team playing last night, which must have been a blast uh, getting into the stadium. But how about it? The Jags upset Pittsburgh 45-42 in a game nobody could have predicted, at least the flow of it. And now it's on to the AFC Championship <laughs> game. I mean, somebody at the airport said to me, Jags Super Bowl. And I kind of stopped for a second. I was like, that is so laughable, like a month ago or two months ago or four months ago or for the last 10 years. It's a reality. One more went away, Dan
1: Hicken. Oh, so close, and uh, let's get there. A couple of notes about the, uh, about the trip home that struck me. One, much more subdued than I thought. Really? Yeah, so not satisfied, Not understanding that there's still a lot of work to do, um, I think they got it all out of their system after the game when they were talking to the media and letting the Steelers have it a little bit. <laughs> that was bit. pretty good. Which was great. <laughs> uh, but I think they got it all out then. But it wasn't. It was quiet. It was, It was. I would say, really quiet on the flight home. It wasn't. Guys weren't. It, it was so. I was impressed oh, good for with that. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing is flying over. the. They couldn't go over the stadium. Because the plane's so big, as you know. So they went. But they pointed it out. And uh, so, Everybody kind of got up and went and looked on the right side. I think Marcel uh, Robinson t- uh, tweeted out a, some video. Yeah, of it. So it looked good. It was cool. It was cool. I was lit up, and it was it was neat because, like you in '96, I stayed back and missed that, but it was fun. It was I, again just happy for the fans. Just happy for the fans. Happy for the fans who were up in Pittsburgh sh- screaming Duval. Um, can we get past the? Uh, pet peeve of everybody starting to take offense to if duval, i get
0: one more email stop. about where have you been people yeah i mean it's been duval for more than 20 it's okay. years
1: it's just represent yeah but it's, a, it's i live in coming,
0: st john's county and yeah, i don't care
1: st john's doesn't work clay <laughs> doesn't work God. duval is where jacksonville is it's okay you're still part of it it's a rallying cry there's nothing better than being in the opposing stadium and hearing it yeah it's, it's cool. great and embrace it. It's one of our traditions now. So,
0: anyway, uh, just a little pet peeve. No big deal. Yeah, email, well, the reason Dan brings it up, we've been getting a ton of emails. I don't say a ton, but a good than, amount of emails yeah. about it in the last couple of days. Like, people just flipped on the TV and figured it out. But I will say that. Listen, there are people now. oh We have a frost advisory here <laughs> in Jacksonville. Listen. I don't care about the frost advisory in Jacksonville. It's nothing like Pittsburgh.
1: By the way, colder in Tennessee, though, than Pittsburgh. Everybody admitted it. Yeah, it was. It was. colder. You told me it was the, and now, now at night. Well, it wasn't at night, and yeah. it wasn't at
0: 7 in the morning. No. But when that
1: but sun came the sun out, sun it sun was nice. It was a nice day in Pittsburgh yesterday, <laughs> relatively speaking. And by
0: the way, another thing. I know we're all over the place yeah. here, but 1-7 going in
1: at, at yeah. cold games under 25. 1-9 in 25 or less. Oh, yeah, 1-9. was 1-7. Yeah, so that's and they the won. fourth coldest game ever. They won that 2-2 two two in the – for coldest games. game, wow! We tried
0: to tell everybody they're built like a cold weather team. Yeah. Now that game didn't kind of manifest itself oh, like a cold weather no. game, but um, but anyway, it it was you said the fans and. I feel good for these players, you know, all the work they put in, all that kind of stuff. That's that's real. And it looks like they're having fun and enjoying it. And some of these guys in this locker room have been through the, the losses of these last yeah. few years. Yeah. Blake Bortles, the criticism, we get it. So you feel good for the franchise. You feel good for a lot of good people in the building enjoying this right now. You can see smiles on their faces. But it's nothing like the fans. I mean, the connection last night to see the video, you were there. Yeah. To, to, what you see, at least from my vantage point, is this connection growing with the players, the franchise, and the city. Yeah. There are people watching the Jags right now that haven't watched them in a decade. Sure, sure, There are people that are watching the Jags that have never watched the Jags because it's the cool thing to do. And that's what sports and that's what pro franchises can, can do to a city. And right now, the Jaguars are doing to Jacksonville and the surrounding area what they were meant to do when they got here and what you guys experienced, you know, back in the day when they initially got here.
1: Well, and I keep telling this and I look at this from my family's vantage point. I think we've talked about this before, but to me it's so exciting for my kids. You're from Jacksonville. This is where you were born. This is your team. And when you see your, you know, twelve year old boy, and I'm sure Ty was the same, asking you about the Super Bowl and and <laughs> and you trying to tell him, well we'll see, you know, we'll see. Let's let's we got it. It's the same with the players, though, in the locker room today. Um, you know, everybody was like, Marcel Darius was like, well, we got a pretty big fish to fry first <laughs> in New England, so they don't want to get too far ahead of themselves. And Alan Robinson today talking about, remember, he came in for three, five, and three in wins. Yeah. Three years he's yeah. been here, three, five, and wins. three. Put everyth- And now they've got more wins this year Crazy. than they had the last three years combined, put everything he had was so good in training camp. And to see it, but, you know, enjoying it as much as he can. But, you know, there's some solace there. He's going to get paid. He's going to, you know, he's going to get a chance back. But you don't get a shot at this every year. So you must embrace the, I'm talking about the team now, why not us, why not now attitude. Yeah, I think it does. I think yesterday
0: felt going into, or last week felt a little bit like house money. And I, th- right. because of, hey, you won the first one, take a breath. Right. You had a great year. Right. And you're an underdog. And Pittsburgh is playing with a sense of urgency and a legacy game. And it's probably all the reasons why I didn't have a good feeling and many of us didn't have a great feeling going into that game. Um, but now this turns to, okay, opportunity's knocked. You're one to win away. Right. Now get there. Right. Because I don't care how good you are the next five years, you don't always get the breaks or always. the bounces or the Look whatever to get there. Zach, exactly. Pittsburgh's a great Did example. Did you catch
1: any Pittsburgh radio on you, or were you too early today? Because um, I had some friends call our radio show this uh, in the morning and, and say they are just killing Tomlin. They Yes, are just Tomlin's furious. the guy. Tomlin's,
0: the, And you know what? Tomlin and Haley messed that game up on a lot of different facets, yeah. from the get-go of passing three times right off the rip yeah. to a questionable onside kick to yeah. the fourth down calls. Yeah. Uh, but whatever, that's going to happen. Yeah. And you know what? The other side, sometimes you get outcoached. Yeah. Jackson got coached a couple times this year.
1: Yeah. And they outcoached not yesterday, them. Not Sunday. They outcoached them. What can you say? Can you remember a Jaguar game where more guys contributed to a victory? Name a guy, and I'll tell you a play he made. In other words, if I say A.J. Boye, the fourth down play. Yeah. Right? If I say Blake Bortles, well, his play speaks for itself. I can do the T.J. Yeldon. What a, what a, Plenty of them. Great place. Touchdown whole offensive run. offensive line. Collectively as a unit. Uh, D.D. Westbrook on a punt, knocking the guy out so the ball would go yeah. back to the twenty. And, and he step. had, I think, two third-down receptions. Marquise Lee. Alan Hearn's a third-down reception. Yes. Uh, Koyak. O'Shaughnessy. Mercedes um, uh, springing Leonard. for And we didn't mention Leonard yet. Leonard Fournette. Um, you just go down the line. Even the defense really... Uh, ben Roethlisberger played, showed why he's a Hall of Famer. Yep. he's a Hall of Famer, and Antonio Brown's the best receiver in football. And they made plays that were just above, above, above the
0: X's and O's. It was crazy. I mean, really, if you like 42 points, and I'm shocked at the numbers that Ben put up. You have to the flow of that game allowed for some of that yeah. because they weren't didn't they were in prevent style more so than two scores up that urgent style, yeah. but. Even if you think about the touchdowns. Lambo,
1: like 45-yard Yeah, by though. the way, four touchdowns. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, those were like desperation touchdowns in incredible throws. plays. Oh, throws Beautiful. and catches. Yeah. Both Antonio Browns. The heave at the end of the half. And then the best throw I thought was to Le'Veon Bell in the end zone. It was great coverage by Telvin Which, Smith. It it makes it,
1: it makes it that much sweeter, too, Brent, because – Ben emptied the tank he did. man. he left everything out For the final play yeah he threw for 400 and some odd yards five touchdowns and the Jags still beat him for whatever reason the Jags they've got his number they've got his number and it's a great victory they've got the Steelers number yeah I it's mean, a it's a great I mean to be
0: the only team to beat them twice in a regular season and now do it twi- I mean not regular season, by in the a way, season do it twice
1: by the way shame on you Steeler fans There's a few empty seats at a divisional playoff game, some booing going on there. I mean, you talk about, you're one of the marquee franchises in the NFL. Nobody, you have more fans across the country than anywhere, and... You let Duval come up there and just get tickets for hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Try getting a ticket by, to this one. By comparison, did you about look four
0: hundred dollars? Four hundred for the nosebleeds. For the nosebleeds, my yeah. wife look because the wife and kids may try to go. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, it's a totally different animal. You know. <laughs> I, by, by the way, we nailed that storyline. The storyline from Thursday when we got there. Yeah. Was if you turned on the radio, it was we want the Patriots. Yeah. We hate the Patriots. Yeah. Let's start breaking the Patriots game down. And Dan, I, I mean, Sunday was such a, a whirlwind. But Saturday night, we were at the team hotel, Mm -hmm. but Stuart and I were staying at a different hotel, Mm -hmm. and we drove five minutes over. And they were talking after the Patriots game on Pittsburgh radio. They were breaking down the game. I'm not fabricating this. <laughs> they were breaking down some of the X's and O's of next week's game. Yeah. That's how confident they were. And, boy, did the Jags use that as fuel to their fire. It's that's amazing. Maro- that's a Marone way, by the way. They did it again. Yeah. They absolutely did it again. And think about some of the story. Now, I just told you that story. Uh-huh. But then you got Mike Mitchell. Before the game, this is really weird setup, too. This is not usually how it happens, at yeah. least in a lot of the buildings I've been in. Yeah. But the Jags, you got to walk quite a ways from where the players come in to the locker room. Right. A pretty decent distance. The Jags locker room is on the left hand side. Mm-hmm. Well, then the Pittsburgh locker room actually goes past the Jags yeah, locker down. room. Yeah. They, a lot of times they'll split and go in a different direction. Yeah. So Mike Mitchell's walking into the stadium, right? Going down the hallway. He sees a Jags employee, I won't yeah. name names. And he's oh, gonna, he told me. He can name his name. Oh, they, Dave DeCandis. He used to work for us, actually. Now <laughs> yeah. works for the Jags. Yeah. And uh, he has a Jaguar shirt on. He's sitting in a chair out there. And basically, Mike Mitchell just says, you tell Jayla Ramsey, you're going to know who the bleep I am today, or something along those well, he,
1: lines. Uh, I come to find out, too, in talking to Dave. He's pointing his finger into his chest. At Dave. I like, know. point, like putting his finger in his chest. And Dave is,
0: it's a great response. Dave's Dave like, told me, guy? he's like, who
1: is this guy? Yeah.
0: He didn't even know. No. Well, that you? goes back
1: to the Jalen Ramsey quote of Correct. who? Now, listen, the great thing about that story is Marcel and myself were sitting in the interview room at the time, which is right next to the locker room, which is just inside the hallway. But So we hear that comment. And I'm like, man, I love that. Who is that? Who is that? That yeah. guy, you know, is ready to play. And then you t- tell me later, <laughs> Mike Mitchell said that. I put two and two together. And I said, oh, that was Mike Mitchell. And and it goes further. It goes into the locker room because Aurelius Ben was walking down the hall at the time. He saw it and immediately went in and told the boys in the locker room, which, you know. And then after again, the game, guy, But after the game, they were all over that. Correct. And listen, does that matter in terms of how you play I don't personally I don't you may think different I don't think it's that big a deal but man it's fuel for the fire and after the game the Jags were very subdued all week long they didn't talk they Uh. spoke very respectfully of the Steelers but I said to myself, man, if they win this game, them boys are going to like them up, and they did. <laughs> they did. They and did. that was cool. We And it's the fun that side of it, That's good. Yeah.
0: Um, listen, these guys are so competitive, they'll use any edge they can get. Right. And so you give them an edge, they'll take the edge. And right. the Steelers gave them some edges this week. And Mike Tomlin, when I was there Thursday, Friday, he you could tell he tried to squash it sure. because it got quieter as the week they got the message through, but it was too late. But then late. Le'Veon Bell tweets on yeah, Saturday, Saturday night, night during the Patriots game, yeah. and apparently they all were in the same room and see that tweet come up while they're watching that game. Right. Not the whole team, but a lot of them. Right, and they were like, "Are you kidding me?" Right. I mean, well, so go they look, took look offense at uh,
1: DeCastro, one of their offensive linemen. Yes. After the game, he was he not was happy. ticked. He's ticked about it, and he's like, "Man, what do we do? That's just stupid." Yeah. And it is stupid. Don't and you won't hear a peep like that from the Patriots this week you won't hear anything like you that, will not so- I promise you you will not hear what you will hear uh Belly will tell you how great Blake Bortles is yep. and how great this team is and the other thing that Belly does Belichick does better than anyone is he will they will as a staff take one thing away from that Jaguar offense they will try now they may not be able to do it they may not be talented enough to do it but their goal will be to take something away, and I suspect it will be the run. Yeah, it was everybody would think. But the one little piece of of confidence that we have, well, we have a lot. We're nine point underdogs, bigger than last week. Is we got Belly's kryptonite in our back pocket. Ah, TC, you think TC's in the game planning room this week? I gotta think he is. I gotta. <laughs> we kind of what kinda about your boy week, TC right? in the press box? Oh, How man. great was he?
0: You know do? what's interesting? We kind of stay. We always hear uh, Dave Caldwell, Tony Khan, and Tom Coughlin are in the press box, and they usually sit somewhere near us, this time right behind us. Usually I try to get them somewhere else on a different room. But they couldn't this time. And they were actually pretty well-behaved overall, but you still hear it. What was interesting is we don't like to report that stuff right? because it's kind of a weird line to to toe. But it was interesting. I saw – I think it was maybe it was – Darlington. Was it Darlington? Yeah. Somebody did. They were kind of like giving a blow-by-blow of what – I mean – it is pretty interesting to it's see. It's fantastic because they are fans at that moment. Sure they can't they are. do anything. But at the same time, you see the X's and O's. Remember the punt, re- the kick
1: return. Mm-hmm.
0: Don't let him get in the hole. Right. I think was the quote. Right.
1: <laughs> he had some. He had some butts. He's so passionate. He had he's some so butts, and I love that about him. And I love the fact again he's always said how vested he is in the franchise, and even at the age of seventy-one, man, he is sharp as a tack. And well, could it be? Well, give it to but give it to Marone <laughs> too. what a year he's had. Every move he makes seems to be the right move. Yeah, fourth and fourth, one again. Yeah, it works again. Leonard leap. There it is. Boom. Touchdown.
0: Hey, we got to. We would be remiss. One sided. One sided. If we didn't talk then about the Jalen Ramsey comments because of yes. everything we just said to Steelers. Right. Now here's my take on it, and this this is. I, Listen, these comments might be they're going to be played all over. Everybody's going to take the headline. And in fairness, this is what they did to Mike Mitchell. They took the headline really from probably a few weeks ago sure. after they had played that's the what Patriots. Yeah. And then they flipped it into this big storyline. Well, that's what happens. We're a headline society and 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 business a lot of times. But Ramsey what he said, all although had a swagger to it, is totally different right. than what the Steelers did. Right. The Steelers overlooked the Jags. Right. They have no respect for the Jags right. in that mindset, that whole theme. We know the Jags have plenty of respect for Tom Brady and the Patriots. That's not it. They just said, hey, we're going to go in and win. But these comments will be played up. Sure they will. Tom Coughlin, Doug Marone will say, all right, Jalen, that's it. Yeah. Guys, that's it. You don't need to give those guys I any I remember, fuel. too,
1: it was at a pep rally, which is another thing. And, and, but Darius and Malik both said the same thing today. In the locker room, like we understand. I mean, we got we're not going to get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> they start Darius started laughing almost. It was, Did he? it was well, after he after right before he watched uh, uh Marcel Robinson try to do 50 push ups poorly, but that's a different story. for a different bet. podcast, yeah. Um,
0: but uh, all right, well, hey, we're going to break down the game. Well, uh, we've got so much to do. We've got specials again all week long. We have we Jaguars do? Hall access. Uh, we'll be in Foxborough starting on Thursday, is the plan right now, maybe even a little earlier. We're still wondering, but uh. We're making arrangements. And you know what else we're doing? You know what else the Jags are doing today? They're peeking ahead. The Jags, well, they're required to peek ahead by the league. They have people in Minneapolis. That's, to me, that's like, whoa, this is real. They've got people in Minneapolis today, on this Monday, preparing as if they're going to the Super Bowl. have to. All four teams have representatives. Right. I mean, if that doesn't make it real for you, that kind of gives me goosebumps a little bit. I mean, we're going to be at the Super Bowl either way, but we could have a lot of people at the Super Bowl. Um, one week from tonight, we'll be making plans. I'm sorry, yesterday, making plans. Wow. Good stuff.
1: Good stuff. Great birthday today? Uh, a couple days from now. A couple days? Yeah. All right.
0: A little early happy birthday. Teenager. You going to let him go to uh, New England or what? I mean, come no. on, get him on a bird.
1: No, we, Super Bowl.
0: Super Bowl. He's saving up for the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's not a bad idea, except we better save a lot. All right, much more to Not
1: come. that we're getting ahead of ourselves. We have a big fish to fry.
0: That's right. Nice job, Marcel Darius. For Dan Hicken, I'm Brent Martineau. And the rest of the crew. Thanks for watching. Stay tuned to all coverage uh, all week long. This is the Action Sports Jacks Pylon Podcast.